Hello and welcome to Drop Talk, the official podcast from Drop Fitness. This podcast features interviews between the owners and members of Drop Fitness, as well as community members and business owners, where we talk all things fitness, family, and food. Please subscribe and share our podcast. And if you like what you hear, throw us an awesome five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at Drop Fitness Bakersfield, or head to our website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. See you at the gym. Hey, FitFam. Welcome to another episode of Drop Talk. I am going to be your host today, Monica Noel. And I have with me... Joe Noel. (laughs) (laughs) Glad we went over this in the pre-show of how we're going to do the intro. Um, So I will be taking over the podcast today and interviewing Joe um, about a topic that I am... um, been kind of like thinking about and wondering about and what a perfect person to ask then to then ask Joe. Are you going to tell everybody what you told me when I was like, well, do you have like, yeah, you can interview me. Like, that's fine. Do you have questions? And you're like, no, should I? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, you could probably just flow with it. And you're like, how about you write the questions? And I'm like, what kind of rigged interview is that? Where the interview? So anyways, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, what topics we're going to divulge. And Frankly, I can't be held responsible for my answers. This might be the first unedited episode. I don't know. We will see. So, um, I wanted to talk about, you know, we, my big thing is mom guilt. I've brought that up before, um, in previous podcasts. And obviously that's something that's huge amongst moms and women. So, um, I wanted to ask Joe about dad guilt do dads have guilt um is it even a thing is uh, i don't know so i went on google (laughs) thank god for google (laughs) and um pretty interesting the article actually did say is it even a thing wow yeah so like what do you think i mean okay well i found a stat so they did they interviewed 1200 men Okay. Okay. 19%, that's one in five, said that they feel, they do feel guilty about not being present enough, which is different because then 17% said that they actually suffer from dad guilt. So it's like two different things, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, do you even think that dad guilt is even a real thing or would you call it like something else? I have a, uh, I have many opinions on the matter of the fact. Um, so I, I think, you know, they, I think there's a couple of different things and it, it's probably on how you define dad guilt or mom guilt or whatever. And I think what it is, um, we used to call this thing like work life balance all the time. Right. And at my other job who oh, shall remain nameless, um, <laughs> You know, they used to talk about like work-life balance, work-life balance. Well, now it's changed because it's not work-life balance. It's not about the number of hours like you're at work versus whatever. It's um, like how much like um, focus or like energy that you're putting on there and you're you're balancing the, the, the idea. So like when you're at work, you should be at work and working. And when you're at home, we want you to be at home and being home and being present, kind of like what you were, what you were saying. Um, I definitely think that there's, parents that could feel guilty or dads that could feel guilty for not being But can around. we both agree that there's no such thing as work-life balance? Well, it's not work-life balance. It's, it's just the amount of energy that you're putting into each one. I think those, the balance should be in the amount of energy that you're putting in versus that you can't, you can't talk about time because work- I feel like I I've heard it somewhere and I love this because it's like, there's no balance tr- between either one, I think for men or women, but mm-hmm. it's an integration. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. I, so I call it work-life integration. Oh, really? That's what you call it? Yeah, I've never heard those words leave your mouth. <laughs> that's what I call it. Well, I was like, because that's a big thing for moms, no, the, you know? And it, it's like, kind of what I was saying, like, with the, I didn't call it integration, clearly, but, like, um, you, ultimately, you are balancing the two between work and, and home, but you want to put at least as much effort as you do into your home life, probably more, 
realistically as you're putting into your job. And, um, but yeah, you're like integrating the both and, and now with like flexible scheduling and stuff like that, working from home, well now definitely working from home, you got to find a way to kind of interweave those, um, two things because yeah, you might work at, you know, a couple hours in the middle of the night or not in the middle of the night, but like late at night. So you got to find time to be able to get that back and, and get that family time back and kind of, you know, uh, put the effort in with, with the family as much as you, you are with work in some weeks, you might be working a lot. I might be traveling a lot for work. So I'm going to be away from home. So I need to make that up when I come home on the weekends. And when I come home on the weekend, I need to be like super focused and, and present. I think with my new job, I, I think I have that ability to be able to, to do that. Like I do work a lot. And before this thing, I did travel a decent amount, but when I'm home, I need to be home. And I, I feel like it's really hard right now working from home because it's like when you work from home, like it's hard to, to balance those two because you know, I, Ellie wants me to play with her and, and stuff. And I can't come down and get a glass of water without, you know, seeing her. I, I try to sneak around and scare you guys, but be like a ninja dropping out from the roof. You know what we need? I need one of those dumb waiter systems where I could just like creep down in between the walls and like pop out and, <laughs> climb back up that's why don't you just take it upstairs with you in the beginning i do i mean i drink the water and then i gotta come back down and get hungry i need snacks <laughs> like i'm up there a lot um okay so you would agree that there is such a thing as dad guilt or do you not agree i mean it's like i feel you, like you're, you're definitely asking questions like you're you're making, do you agree <laughs> that that's so leading god uh, do you agree that it's super racist <laughs> if you said the words like, oh, I, I guess so? Like, no. So for dad guilt, okay. I think uh, this is okay. This is going to either make new friends or lose some current friends. Probably the mom guilt and dad guilt thing. I think is is dumb. Like because you're it's it's meant for people that have no problems for sure. Like you're out of problems and you're like, I need to feel guilty about something because realistically the mom guilt comes from like oh am i not doing the right things for my kids or whatever the very fact that you have the question in your mind am i doing the right things for my kid already makes you a good parent so done is that should be a done done deal and yes there, i'm sure those parents are doing more for their kids and they have more resources and and stuff but it's literally for people that are are out of problems or out of you know they i would i would love to do a, a survey uh, and go from like all income levels and like low income inner city parent, single parents that have like all these jobs that are just trying to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. Do you have mom guilt? They'd be like, I don't know what the hell that is. Right. Cause they don't have time to really yeah. think about that. They don't have the like, luxury to be, right, have mom just guilt. Trying to take care of their kid. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. I think that that came from um, like mom guilt. It's like a, a, I'll say rich white person problem. Because obviously it's all races, but it's probably more from like an income level. And, you know, you have this higher income level, you're able to take care of your kids. And then you're like, oh, I feel guilty for, you know, whatever. And and I, I understand where all that's coming from, but I just don't buy into it. Because I'm, I'm the same way. Like I teach Ellie how to count. I mean, you teach Ellie how to count too. And we're both like, I'm like one, two, three. And she does it. And then I'm like, man, how am I going to teach her how to do multiplication? Like, how am I ever going to do that? Like, and so like, I'm like, am I doing enough? you know, but that briefly inserts, enters my head and then goes out of it because I'm like, we're definitely doing enough because you know why? Because when we watch TV and there's a freaking PSA, that's first five California. It's like, Hey, parents talk to your kids. And I'm like, why is this? (laughs) This is an info. Like this is resonating with somebody like, right. It wouldn't be on TV if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Um, so no, I don't believe in dad guilt, mom guilt. I think it's something that we just put on ourselves. It's like third-hand smoke. Like, I don't even really believe too much in second-hand smoke. Like, yeah, there's smoke in there. I don't want to smell it. But now that we're, like, on to third-hand smoke, like, it's a silent killer. Smoke particles could be trapped in your furniture or your drapes. Like, okay, we're just totally out of problems and we're making stuff up now. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of it is so it's social media because you see what everybody else is doing and mm-hmm. then you want to – you want to be like, oh, I want to show what I'm doing with my kids. Cause and part of it's like, you're proud of it. And then part of it's like, I need to show everybody what I'm doing. Um, and 
you know, I, and I see a lot of parents on there and then you see it like, mm-hmm. cause you're on social media a lot. So you're like, I better post what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, Ellie can, knows what a triangle is now, which is awesome. And I'm not knocking you. Um, but I think you just, you start seeing it and you're like, I better post it. Cause then how else is everybody going to know? And right. for me, I'm like, it's I almost don't like a validation, right? Yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. and it's like, for me, I'm just like, I don't care. I got other stuff to do. Like I'm busy. Like I don't So have... then that will lead into my next question. Well, it's not really a question, but it's just, um, when I read the article and the dad was, I guess, going like explaining it, how you're explaining it mm-hmm. is like, he doesn't have time to think about it because he's so busy being the breadwinner like his job really does matter you know it it pays the bills if he doesn't work then you know he they can lose their home they can lose that there's a lot at stake and so he doesn't have time to think about that and so when he is with his kids he's got to make the most out of that time like they're really like it's not even a thing for him yeah and i kind of it it did make me think of you because you explaining it now it that's how you are though it's like you're a very present person um you're very present but yet you do think about the future <laughs> like it's weird how you are but when you're with Eleanor you're very present you're um but I think you it, it's been a long time of you learning how to do that right because you have always had this job made not the same position but you've always had a job that was very demanding um, for us as a couple, like, you know, and then when we had Ellie, it was kind of like throwing that in there. So I, I feel like I had a job that's very demanding. I have a wife that's very demanding. This is so true. Like well, you did marry uh, a Mexican girl, so we expect a lot. Don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but did that like prepare you or did that like, was it something you thought about? Because I know, you know, we tried very hard for Ellie. It took us a while to get pregnant. So during that time were you thinking about how are you gonna do this with a baby right i don't because you were still traveling a lot too yeah i i I think like working out you know with working out too is that something you're like how am i gonna do that with way too many questions and i haven't (laughs) even answered the first one yet (laughs) sorry so i think um you know as far as like stuff preparing i'm just shooting out and i'm just like you grab one and just go with it but i'm not writing down the questions you might have to circle back on on all these um so i feel like you know preparing me like i guess just the type of person that i am like i want to do good i want to be like i don't want to say like i want to be the best in everything that i do but like i do want to be like good at everything i do Mm -hmm. and so i am very present at work like in my job now and Mm -hmm. i probably put in more effort than well i put in more effort than the average person i would say and um but it's because i want more than the average person so like i want to do more and so i'm gonna i'm gonna put in more work and you know and i get a promotion or or whatever and and then i'm gonna figure this job out and i'm gonna put in more work than the next person and i'm gonna get notice for that um the other side of like from work and why i'm like super focused on work when i'm working is because i have this um like little chip on my shoulder of we do own a business together um, I have a job that I'm working remotely and I don't want anybody to question whether I'm doing my job that I'm getting paid for or I'm trying to do my side hustle business. Nobody sees that we own it together and that you're 100% focused on the, on the business. They just go, Oh, well like Jones, a gym. And so who knows what he's doing now? So I don't ever want anybody to like question that. And so that's why I'm like, super like work yeah, because first. people can't see that a woman can run a business right With no her. chip on your shoulder no. <laughs> it is a chip on my shoulder <laughs> no I, I think they just go because people think that so I'm right about that. they don't realize that like uh you get to do more of the fun stuff you like programming i'm gonna do the social media and they're like what does joe do i was like uh i do the quickbooks <laughs> i do i file at a table I file charisma the, yeah <laughs> i file taxes and do quickbooks and pay all the fees to california for um they them graciously letting us do business in their state um no but like I, I do feel like that like people are just like oh well yeah they own a business but then it's like what is joe doing you know for it? so i never want people to like question that so i'm i'm super focused in my business and then in in from I'm super focused on my, my person, my regular job. And mm-hmm. then from the business standpoint, I do want to have like the best business that we can have. I want to have the best gym. Like I want the tagline, you know, trademark 
pending uh, probably the best workout in Bakersfield. Like <laughs> I, I want that, you know, to be, to kind of go with drop fitness and, and then to be known for that. And yeah, I, would, I, I don't know. Cause I don't like, I was going to say like, oh, I want the recognition for that, but I really don't like, I don't I, think that's not who you are. You've yeah. never been that person. Like I always tell you, you are like the smartest person I know. Like you are super, super smart. And I don't know if people know this about Joe. I feel like you dumb yourself down a lot. Maybe for me, I don't know. But, um, you're really intelligent like you're super intelligent and um i don't know if people know that about you and i think it's just um like being curious and i think uh i think for in the first three years of her life i hope ellie kind of got that same type of vibe like i'm curious about stuff so i wonder about stuff so i ask questions and i talk to people and then i read a lot of stuff you on guys the- talk a lot yeah <laughs> that's why we've got a podcast <laughs> Um, so like, I, you know, I like to, to find stuff out for myself and then I like to like read about something and then I like to read like the other side about something, which is kind of why I'm like so attracted to like politics and I'm not, I can't really say I'm like attracted to it, but I love like seeing like an event, like a pandemic, like something similar mm-hmm. going on right now. Mm-hmm. And then just like reading both sides of what, what, how people are like framing You're stuff. very logical. Yeah. And then, and then breaking that down and be like, what's the, what's the reality here? Cause there's only one truth. Like I get it. There's her truth and his truth and my truth and your truth. There's really the truth, but you know, so I don't buy into like society BS. Like I just want to like, let's get down to the bottom of Which things. Which is why you don't really hundred percent believe in dad guilt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Turning yeah, it exactly. back to that yeah, like, because it's like, how could you? Yeah. Cause so, your brain does, you're, you're not even going to go there. Like yeah, it's not, doesn't make sense. Right. And because ultimately I know like, Oh, Hey, do you feel guilty for doing this? Like, um, no, because I know for a fact, like I'm providing for my daughter and my family when I, when I go and work and I'm gone for a week or whatever, like I'm providing for my family. When I get home, I'm going to spend the time with them. I'm sure I'm going to miss out on some stuff this week, but I'll find some cool stuff to do with her on Saturday. And I get her everything that she needs. Like we, I buy all the food, like she's <laughs> fed, she's going to have good education. Like, you know, it, so no, I don't feel guilty because I feel like I'm doing a good job. The other part of it, and this is probably a good thing for everybody, is like, don't give a crap about what anybody else thinks if you don't like really respect that person. I can, I'm sure I could have a million people online that are like, you're an idiot and you're whatever, but I'm like, I don't even know who that is, so who cares? If my mom says it, mm-hmm. or if you say it, mm-hmm. or your parents say it, like, then then I'm gonna I'm gonna be concerned, mm-hmm. like. You can't worry about what everybody else is saying when they're like, "Oh, you're that you're a bad dad because you don't do this." I'm like, "Who are you?" Like, I don't even know what that is. Like, so if my mom says something, then I'm gonna be like, "Perk up," and I'm be like, "Okay, maybe maybe there's some some validity here." Yeah. Um. So I think that's the other thing is like social media kind of gives everybody a voice, but not everybody's voice matters. Like, mm-hmm. we got to get back to reality on that too. Like, you got your soapbox on Twitter or Instagram, but not everybody should have a soapbox to stand on. So you just got to pick and choose who you want to want to pay attention to. Like whose opinion do you care about? Cause you can't care about everybody's opinion. Yeah. Um, so that, that is probably where the dad guilt thing doesn't stem from too, because I don't think my mom's ever going to say anything like that to me about like dad guilt. And you know, I don't think your parents are going to say anything like, Oh, Hey, you better watch out. You're not doing a good job. Like, mm, I think I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing a decent job. Nobody in my inner circle here is, telling me I'm doing a bad job. And, and then also the other thing I'm open to yeah, thoughts and opinions. Like I'm not saying my way is the best way. I think it's the best way cause that's why I'm doing it, but <laughs> I'm open to change that, you know? So if I didn't think it was the best way, then I wouldn't be doing it, but right. Cool. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just rattled off like five and now I'm like thinking, what did yeah. I ask you? What did I not cover? <laughs> um, yeah you talk oh then like working out like mm-hmm. so yeah. going back to working out um like that's feelings, still my time i gotta have a little bit of time too because you know? like for moms the mom guilt is like it's selfish right that like you working out you're being selfish because you're not taking care of your child i've right. been told that one so let's let's be real like that's a real thing so i don't know if a dad has ever been told that um well, what I mean, break it down because it's like you're gonna work out for an hour or hour and a half or whatever, 
and you could be like, oh, yeah, see, your kid's not having fun for that one hour. It's like, Jesus Christ, they got to have fun 24 hours a day. They can do stuff that's not fun or they can be self-sufficient a little bit, too. Like, you know, we do do fun stuff. It's mm -hmm. not just all, um, you know, hard work in the gulag. Like, we go outside and we play and we, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, I'm going to play, too. This is me playing. And then you can chill and watch your iPad or play with some toys by yourself or God forbid she's on a pad, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, or something, you yeah. know, she can play with other human beings at the gym. Mm -hmm. So no, I don't think that it, it's like a bad, a bad thing. And like, it's not playtime all the time. And, and maybe that's what some people think is like, Oh, well you got to always be stimulating your kid and having fun. It's like, sometimes they need to be stimulating themselves. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds weird. No, but like, like they need to, to self, like they need to like, do things on their own, like right. learn how to like, it's almost like that self self soothing when they're babies, you know, it's like, like play by yourself, learn yeah. how to play by yourself. I've played by myself all the time. I talk to myself all the time. My mom says that all the time. that's weird, I guess, whatever. You know what? I've turned out fine. Your mom went to the doctor and, <laughs> and asked asked that was, <laughs> Hey, he talks to himself a lot. Like, but what did the doctor say? So that's a sign of intelligence. Yeah. I had full on conversations, like three people. <laughs> I was the only one present and Ellie does the same thing. She's like, Hey, Hey guys. And like, Hey, hi. Hey, how are you? What are you doing? And it's like, who, who are you talking to? She's playing both sides. She's just like you. Yeah. You guys' brain does not shut off. It's good. It's going to give us a payday someday when she's a doctor or a lawyer or brain surgeon. Whatever she is. Yeah. Okay. So scientist. So that's your time. So working out is your time. So you don't feel guilty. That's like yourself. Yeah. Time. I mean, that's like, you know, you got to have some time to yourself, like, and, and be able to do something that you like to do. Mine, mine is working out. I, I do like to work out. Um, it's definitely not uninterrupted, especially nowadays. Like Ellie goes out in the garage with me every time I work out. Um, you're lucky because you work out early, which I get it. You're getting up early, but, uh, you get to work out for close to an hour uninterrupted because Ellie doesn't, you work out from like seven to eight. Yeah in the morning um and ellie we're probably downstairs like 7 45 or so but for the most part she stays inside um when i come downstairs and i want to go like work out like she wants to go out there too and she does a pretty good job of like sitting still but then i still got to keep my head on a swivel because the garage is open and she like goes out there and yeah plays in the grass so um it's very distracted yeah like it's not i'm not super focused yeah i mean i'm still getting stuff done for sure and and you know working out hard but um you know, and in some days is better than others. Like some days I'm going to be able to get a freaking good workout. Mm -hmm. And then some days like, no, I'm going to have to do like an 11 minute, just like move. I just like, I don't even want to waste time writing down the chalkboard. I just want to like, just start going, just move for 11 minutes and, um, burpees and thrusters go. <laughs> You're like, hurry up. Yeah. Just like, so what's the quickest workout that can kick my butt? Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so I don't know. You just, you just change it up and, and be like flexible mm -hmm. and, yeah. be okay with that yeah it's like being okay because i think that's like the big thing too it's like moms deal with is like you know they're losing a part of themselves because you know when you become a mom or you know it's like you have to take care of your kid like that's like you said 100 percent of the time you know you are filling those gaps when dad's not around i mean there's probably something more um maybe it's like not like psychological, but like in just ingrained in you. Cause like a mom carries her baby for well, nine months. Her mom creates the baby. So I think probably it's very some... emotional. Yeah. Well, it's... women are definitely way more emotional than men are yeah. on average. Yeah. I'm sure there's like emotional guy out there too, but on average <laughs> women definitely are. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Technical difficulties there. A little bit. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, like, there's probably more emotion. Not, I can't say like more emotional like connection. I definitely have an emotional connection, but like you kind of more up in your thoughts yeah. about stuff than, than maybe like the average guy is definitely more than, than I am. Cause I'm just like cruising through and, um, you know, going, uh, your headphones still good. Okay. They're better now. Oh, sorry. I think that's what happened to me last week when it's I was like, like the left side was like weird. And I'm like, wait, can you hear me? And it was like, you're kind of like, Oh, there it goes again. It's like jumbling back and forth. Huh? Oh, it's okay. Anyways, we'll deal with it. We'll figure it out later. Um, but I don't, and then you're not a very emotional person too. So we talked about that before. Um, so maybe that helps you kind of like, yeah, I not mean, not really think about it or not really like, 
don't yeah i don't know i just i think it's you know i think you can you can't be super emotional when you're like i'm pretty analytical i feel like and very like like you said like logical like i think things through and i i I think with that probably comes a little lack of emotion or something yeah um so that's probably where that kind of stems from but i mean i can't i'm not like not emotional i shed a tear when ellie was born this is true i did i was nervous like i was definitely scared with you on the operating table and stuff you know going into emergency and the doctor's Ellie's like birth was very dramatic for everybody it really was like <laughs> she came into the world like very dramatically the doctor's like where's steve i need to like i don't know that's not his name but like he's like the assistant or something like that and he's she's like where's steve we're, we gotta go we gotta go now and i'm like what the f- what's going on and like i'm just in the cleaning room basically where they scrub their hands and then like she calls for this guy like three different times and then finally like he walks in and I'm like, my eyes are like bloodshot. It's like two o'clock in the morning. We've been up forever. Yeah. And you're just like convulsing on this operating table that I can see through a uh, uh, glass. And he like walks in, he like starts scrubbing his hands. He's like, Hey, you're going to have a baby. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think you're like, like, get in there right now. Yeah. He's like, cool. <laughs> like just some young guy. Like, I'm like, did you just get off your surfboard and come deliver this baby? Like, just chilling like he was just scrubbing his fingers like what's up yeah we're gonna have your oh you're the dad i'm like uh yeah 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 um i'm like cracking my knuckles like repeatedly and he's just like cool we're gonna have a baby i was like okay it's just so casual i like chilling walking in there like i don't know so i was super emotional then um you know i don't know i guess stuff just has to like really be hit me hard to be like to get like an emotion out of me that's true because you're not emotional at all but i'm very like down the center yeah you know and i think um you know drinking kind of brings out like your inner person i'm still like a chill drunk yeah and you're so, like the same yeah like i'm not aggressive you just talk like a hundred times more which i don't even know how that's even possible but I, like you're just like talking to everybody here like I feel like I, uh, well, I feel like I think I'm funny. So then that, that comes out a little bit when I'm drinking. I'm like, what's up? And so I got a stupid comment, which gets me into trouble a little bit. Like on that bus from that whiskey event. <laughs> I just like to make offhanded comments to people. Cause I think I'm like quick witted. I'm like, oh, this is be funny. I say it. And then drunk other drunk dudes don't like that. And then, yeah, they get yeah, all so crazy. The girlfriends are like, huh? Yeah. Cause yeah, the girlfriends are laughing at them. Cause I made a funny comment. Um, so yeah, there's that. I guess that that's not a good good thing, but um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but um, yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I like being interviewed because then it's just like okay, moving on. Um, well, I don't know how many questions I have after that, but I was oh. just gonna like go off of it. Oh, but, go. Um, so so yeah, so you're not very emotional, so maybe that helps with the whole dad guilt thing. Um, but yeah. I think what what I had read from the article too, they had brought up like, you know, dads nowadays in comparison to dads, like back in the day, you know, maybe our parents or before that, like obviously our grandparents where the men were not very present. And that was like an okay thing back then. Well, now dads are really wanting to be present even more. So they probably want to be at, well, I guess depends on, you know, who people are, but you know, they really want to be that present dad, like the moms. So but still have all the responsibilities of a job. And like, I feel like with you, you do have a lot of responsibilities. I mean, at one point when Eleanor was born, you had your 40 hour job, let's say 50 hour job, your regular job. Mm. You were getting your master's at the same time. We had a newborn. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, at the same time, we still had our dream of opening up a gym. So that was still present. Um, And then trying to work out. So like, how how <laughs> like how well i mean you, like, i think i've said it before like you, you you're always going to be doing whatever it is that you want to do um and and you can kind of break it down it's that's like the simplest form like you will always be doing whatever you want to do so like right now these people that are binge watching tiger king which we did um that's what we wanted to do so if you want to sit on the couch all day saturday and watch tv you're doing exactly what you want to do you can't say like, oh, I didn't do anything this weekend. Like you did, you did that. That must be what you wanted to do. If you wanted to work out, you would work out. 
um, we, again, like we want to do more. I want to do more than the average person. And I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to sleep four hours a night because I don't. I definitely get pretty close to eight hours. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, um, you know, but like I'm going from one thing to another. I'm definitely not sitting down watching TV all the time. Tiger King was the exception. But, you know, it did it, take us like two to three days to get through it, though. It yeah, wasn't like we, we did it in a whole night. Yeah. Even though I wanted more. <laughs> like I watched one episode. I'm like, we should do one more. It's like, eh, it's 1030. We got to go then. Um, no, but like, so, you know, I'm, I'm always we're we're doing something productive, I guess you could say. So, yeah. like, so like, you know, whether it was like my master's, I'm like, OK, I'm scheduling scheduling out is a big thing, too. So. I'm scheduling my time. Like I'm going to do this and then do this. I can do this on Saturday. I can, you know, do some housework. I can wash the cars. I can, you know, hang out with the fam like Friday nights or night or whatever. Um, and then, you know, now with work and the gym, like, so scheduling everything is big picture is, is key. And then just like moving from one thing to another and, and then also not, um, verbalizing I'm tired. Mm Mm-hmm. You rarely hear me say that kind of stuff. Like I'm tired, I'm, you know, uh, sick or I don't feel good or anything like that. Like I just, just don't, you can think it, but just don't put it out into the universe. It's like when we thought you had the coronavirus and you're convulsing in bed and I was like, Hey, are you okay? You're like shaking uncontrollably and you're like, yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) That was in like December. I'm pretty sure I was like carrier zero, patient zero for coronavirus. No, that was my dad. Yeah, he gave it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, yeah, I was convulsing. It was so crazy. And I was just like shaking violently in bed and I threw on a sweatshirt and then I put a blanket on and then I wrapped another blanket around me and then just like convulsing in bed. And like, oh, I'm fine. I'll figure it out. Um, no, but like, so I think that that's a big thing. It's like, don't say you're tired. Don't say you're busy. Don't say you're whatever. Take on as much stuff as you can take on and just go from one thing to another because you're always going to be doing something. So if you're like, I don't have time for that. Well, what are you going to be doing during that time? Are you going to be making dinner? Are you going to be cleaning up dishes? Are you going to be picking up the house? Or are you going to be watching TV? If you're just going to be sitting there watching TV, you probably got time to fit something else in. Like I watched news every day from 7.30 to 8 or whatever. Like that's my TV time. And I don't even get phone time because Ellie takes my freaking phone. Like, so I don't even get to scroll. I get to scroll on my phone when I'm laying in bed to go to sleep. Yeah. So it's like those are the times that I have to catch up and scroll and do whatever. And everybody else might do that throughout the day or might sit down and watch TV for hours a day. And while you're doing that, I'm going to be doing something else. Yeah. And I think that if you have that mentality, like everybody else is getting better at X, Y, Z while I'm sitting here watching TV, then you're like, okay, no, I should be, I should be doing something else too. And I think that's like how professional athletes are thinking too. Like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, RIP. RIP. Um, you know, they're going to go take 10,000 free throw shots. Because they know that if if they go sit down on the couch, the, their next competitor is is taking 10,000 free throw shots. And so they're getting 10,000 times better or whatever percentage that is. They're getting better while you're doing nothing. So it's not like you're getting worse, but they're just going to get better. And so I think for me, it's like we only have so much time on this planet. We need to be, be as productive as possible and just be, you know, have a plan, which is your schedule, and then stick to it and, like, get something done. And know that you're doing like every you're everything you're doing is for a reason. So I feel like everything that you do, like you don't fart around a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but everything is for a reason. Um, you know, your job is to take care of us and then the and like, gym is something we do together and it's something that um we do as a family and Ellie. And build you know, build wealth, like think of like the long term thing. So it's not always like instant reward, instant gratification. Um, you know, it's you're kinda in it for the long haul like and think a little bit down the road it's not about just this week or this month or this year like okay what is you know what is saving gonna do to me long term Mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna have quite a few bucks in my savings account and i'll be able to do something with it like that sounds a lot better than being scared that i can't pay all my bills and yeah you know whatever so i I think there's a, a lot to that as well but and i think your parents are awesome Like I have the best in-laws, you guys, like the best. Um, And I feel that um, your mom, she adores you. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) 
when you're like, hey, mom, I need a high school senior picture. And what did you say? <laughs> so for this week, for because um, we're like trying to do fun stuff at work. Okay, stop laughing. Okay, she loves me. Um, trying to do like fun stuff at work and because it's all working remote. And so like, hey, how about throwback Thursday? Like, let's post high school pictures. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. And they're like, okay, we need one of yours so we can put out like an e-card to go out to everybody. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I'm like, uh, and I couldn't find my, my high school yearbook or my senior yearbook. Cause, uh, I was, lo- I was looking for it and I know we've seen it, but I couldn't find it. So I was like, oh, I'll just text my mom. Like, I know there's a, there's one like in the living room or in one of the bedrooms or something like hanging up. So I'm like, she can just take a picture of that. So this is like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, text her. And I was like, Hey mom, uh, when you get home, uh, can you, sh- can you take a picture of like one of my senior portraits? Like I, I just need it for, for work. And she was like, yeah, no problem. And then like eight minutes later I get like four pictures and she goes, I had these ones on my phone. And I'm like, I graduated in 2004. It was 16 years ago. Why does my mom have a plethora of senior portraits on her phone today? And it's not like she's like, some people could go, oh, you know, it's saved up in the cloud. And she probably had it on photo bucket. Like, no, this was on her hard drive on the phone. Like every time she switches, she switches the phone, those come along. She probably, she's the person at the phone store that's like, no, I need every picture. You need, you need these pictures from 2004 uh yeah can you double them um uh, so anyways yeah that's uh that's um, so yeah i got all my senior portraits instantly she is my cloud yeah, she <laughs> she's like my photo backup hey did you have a picture remember of- that bucket she had of all your like it wasn't a bucket it was a box it, it was like a plastic tote no it was like a cardboard box probably oh i don't know maybe she, it was a- she saved like all your newspaper clippings since, like, kindergarten yeah yeah, like report cards and stuff. Yeah. Like every report card. Anyways, so Joe's mom is, is an awesome My newspaper person. clipping when I won a car at post-prom. Yeah. It was like an uh, 87 Mustang. No, maybe not 87. Like, yeah, maybe. It was not it was a car you wouldn't really want. <laughs> yeah. It was like, um, I think um, my stepdad kept calling it like the Charlie's Angels Mustang. <laughs> And I was like, was that in Charlie's Angels, like the movie, like with Lucy Liu? And he's like, no, this is in like the TV show from the 70s. It was like a terrible, mu- if you saw it, you'd be like, that's not a Mustang because it's not a popular one. It wasn't like the cool like 90s 5.0s. It, it was weird. Anyways, I won it for free. Um, and your mom was very proud. Sold it, bought a laptop for college. <laughs> that's, that's how, how you much, do it. That's how much money I sold it for. Um but, but yeah, I got that newspaper clipping that my mom saved. Hey. But going into your mom, so she worked really hard to like, um, worked really hard to provide for you. And um, you saw everything that she did, right? And then, um, you know, when your stepdad, when Eric came into the picture, seeing how he lived and what he was doing, and he's a business owner. So you learned a lot from him too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you say, you, you're a really good listener too. So probably hearing how, you know, what, what going on with the business and all that stuff. So I feel like you learned a lot. Like your parents have are very, very influential in how you like live. Yeah. <laughs> like live like you. I hope everybody can hear the smorgasbord that Chuck is eating. <laughs> Our dog's like eating like he's, this is his last meal. Uh, I hope everybody can hear that. Um, but yes, to answer your question or to kind of comment on that, like, mm-hmm. For sure, like I, you know, I respect my parents and and look up to them. I think they are really kind of made me who I uh, am today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just being around that, like being around a business and kind of seeing how, you know, how like you can make something for yourself and like mm-hmm. create something. And I don't know, it's like I don't know that I actually in the moment. I don't know that I actually. He's <laughs> like drinking water now. Like, come on, God. <laughs> in the <laughs> sorry in the moment like i don't know that like when i was a kid i was like oh yeah this is what running a small business is like on mm-hmm. you know getting loans from the sba like i'm sure when i was 11 i probably wasn't thinking that but um i think that i did take it all in yeah. and then when you get older and then you go work for like corporate america or whatever like a you know just a, a big retailer which is what i did i went and worked mm-hmm. at like best buy and stuff like that uh-huh. um you kind of see what that aspect's like. And then you're like, everybody always wants to be their own boss. So like, oh, I want to be my own boss someday. But then 
you don't really know what goes into it as far as like how difficult it could be. Um, and, and I did see that. And so I kind of think I saw like some of those, I don't know, I guess like a different side of, of stuff. And then, so when I got older and then we started going our business, like I kind of had like at least a little bit of like base knowledge of that. And Mm -hmm. then it kind of started coming back to me. It's like, Oh, I, I think it's probably like when Ellie starts getting into school and math and like doing like shape or like geometry or something like that. And you're going to be like, I don't know how to do that. And you're going to look at it and be like, Oh yeah, this is how you do it. I remember like, you know, so it's like, it's in your deep down subconscious yeah, and it just comes out. So, um, but no, yeah, my, uh, my parents have been, been really good and, and been, uh, a impactful part of my life. I mean, very impactful. Yeah. I mean, your mom, <laughs> Uh, oh, your parents are, are just awesome people. So, um, the fact that, that you definitely have learned, um, from them. Sorry guys, we've, we've got a lot going on. Don't know what's happening with Ellie's baby monitor. Um, so... Yeah. Um, next question. Keep it moving. <laughs> I'm going to follow up your question with another question. Uh, I feel like I've just been talking this whole time. And... I mean, that's pretty much what this was supposed to be about. Oh, okay, good. It's not, not about me. It's about you and the whole dad guilt. So, and yeah. it totally makes sense. Like, I already knew what your answer was going to be, but I think it's good to hear. I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's something that doesn't get talked about. And, you know, not a whole lot of people care or want to hear about dads. Yeah. <laughs> Myself. This is going to be our least uh, listened to episode. Hey, it might. I mean, you know, we got dads that come to the gym and maybe it, it's, I think it's something that you don't, guys don't talk about. Dads don't talk about this kind of stuff, right? They, you don't get like your feelings are never out. You don't want to let your guard down or. I think it's, it's probably because, well, and who knows, because like, who knows what society's norms are turning into but like i feel like i'm i guess i'm like traditional like uh, as the guy as the dad like i need to take care of everything from like the financial standpoint or from like providing or anything like that like i want to do that and it's not like i i have to it's not like a burden or something it's like i want to do that because i feel like that's what i should be doing and see for me i have a hard time with that because i'm like i want to help you provide like i want to provide too like I wasn't brought up to have somebody take care of me. Um, I was brought up to, I was brought up to like work, Yeah. you know, and the women in my family, if there's something that your husband needed help, then you go work, you go get a job, you take care of your kids and you kind of figure it out. I come from a, a line of very strong women. <laughs> so I've always had that in the back of my head. It's like, I got to work and I always have. Um, and then, so having someone who is like now, since being a stay at home mom, it was something I, I did not want to be, I did not want to be a stay at home mom. And everyone's like, well, just wait. And then, you know, all this, you're going to want to, I, I think as I stayed home with her, it was never really in my heart to be a hundred percent stay at home mom, which is why when you're like, Hey, let's get this business going, let's try it. I'm like, yes please like let me provide help me like i want to help you right i don't like having to ask you for money or ask anybody for money like i want to make that myself okay let's chill out people are like you asked him for money here's the thing okay i we've had separate bank accounts since we've known each other we still do because it's just hard to keep control of. and i i like it that way i've never said hey let's combine our i know accounts. i just want everybody to know <laughs> oh. why you have to ask for money <laughs> i don't i'm not trying to check up on her spending i don't care um but from a financial standpoint I, if you guys aren't doing this i, I rec- highly recommend it um i know how much is in my account to like the ten dollar range um and i've just been like that for like my life um so how could I possibly give somebody else a debit card and have them spend money and me not know about it and then still know where my bank account is? So that's that's why we've always had two bank accounts. Now, 
that does it does change uh it's it's not a big deal when both people have normal their, jobs, their own jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you kind of just divvy up the bills and whatever whoever pays pays what remember when we first got our first house and i charged you rent yes i did <laughs> it wasn't i didn't charge you rent i just said hey i can't pay the whole mortgage on my own so i need like 400 bucks and you're like you're writing rent checks to me yeah, I was. i'm like hey the check's on the counter <laughs> And then you, I would be like, I, I, when you wouldn't write me checks, and then you're like, you buy new shoes and new stuff. I'm like looking at like, I don't have any money in my account. You're buying new shoes. Like, you didn't even write me my rent check this month. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bad now, but in the moment, it was it was good. But uh, yeah, so that's what I, I think it's like, um, you know, allowing you, letting you do that or, you know, I'm, I'm you in this space now where you're the 100% breadwinner because let's be real, I'm not getting much out of this gym. It's We're still super new. As much people think that business owners make money, it's so hard. Not in business. Then, not during coronavirus. No. Yeah, we're and in like salvage mode. Yeah, like. so um, I think I put in one of my posts, it's like having a business is not for the faint of heart and it really isn't. So um, you just got to roll with the punches and I'm pretty bruised up right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like but... Rocky when he yelled for Adrian. <laughs> But it's, 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 you know, teaching us a whole lot. And then thank God for you with how you are with the money and everything, like got a control over it. So, um, I do have a hard time like asking you for money. So it's like, it's a different space for me to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do appreciate you. I mean, that's, I think what's different is that you allow, like you, you let me be that work person that worked and wanted to bring in money and wanted to like have me help support you and the family and you were okay with that there's a lot of guys that are not okay with that i've never met one of those guys (laughs) (laughs) well maybe they just let their wives do whatever they want i've never met so it's like joe's nope you are not uh gonna not work we need that check (laughs) no i was just like i I mean i will let you work if you're like hey i want to work and bring in a bunch of money i'm like cool um, but that's something that, that, sorry guys, dog is going crazy. <laughs> I'm going to murder a dog right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ellie's asleep. He's barking. We're trying to record a podcast, like make this semi-professional. <laughs> My God. It's like he knew. So annoying. Um, and really like we're going to record for five more minutes. <laughs> Dinched. Come on. Anybody want a dog? Um, it's a min pin, severely overweight. He's used, like used <laughs> it's a in lot. The, the used category. Used and abused. <laughs> He's severely overweight. Um, no, because that one picture, remember the, that video on Instagram? We're like, oh, that's not judge. The poor dog was waddling out of the doctor's office. That was a wiener dog though. That wasn't even a min pin. Okay, they're a little fatter. One, um, we did like a, a show your pets, like. <laughs> Uh, Webex for work and uh, so I brought Chench in there I'm like oh he's he's overweight and one of the girls on the team like had a min pin as well and she brought him up there and I go oh it's so skinny and small I was like yeah but my dog's 10 years old she goes oh mine's 12 <laughs> I was like trying to give the excuse like oh he's old so you know he can't he's <laughs> overweight you put Chench on your lap and it's like double chin yeah. coming out like freaking Jabba the, the Hutt like- this dog was like skinny like he was like just when the uh, um What's the kennel club like the? Oh, what is it called? Oh man, oh, it would have been such a funny joke to say right now too. Okay, I've ruined it. Anyways, it looked like it was it was like uh, AKC 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 yeah American Kennel Club yeah I, that sounds good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's what it is. Um, certified like he probably ran in the little thing where he goes up the stairs and goes down the stairs and runs through the tube like he's all lean and everything. Chench is like, <laughs> <laughs> I have everybody's quiet and everybody's like, is somebody breathing into the microphone? Chench is like. <laughs> Like Joe, I think your dog's aggressive. Like, oh no, he's that's how he breathes. He's just it's a freaking health issue <laughs> waiting to happen. Um, yeah. Anyways, anyways, I hate um, him. Oh, also, what? So about I don't know when this whole thing started. I was like, oh, I'm gonna start planting some plants. I planted a cilantro plant, and this thing has turned into a cilantro bush. bush. It's huge. It loves the weather or some, all the rain. Um, 
Chinch Piss is on it all the time. I don't even want to use that cilantro anymore. Like, what do you do? Anybody <laughs> can please reach out to tell me, but um, I don't think I could wash it enough to feel comfortable eating it. Because I'm just going to think, I see him peeing on it all the time. And I'm like, oh my God. But maybe that's why it's so big. It's like the Ninja Turtle ooze. <laughs> His pee comes out. It's like, I hope he pees on the jalapeno plant. Because uh, I want those things to grow. Get some giant jalapenos. from Like, are you guys using miracle Grow? Like, no, no, these are organic. It has dog piss. But, I mean, other than that, yeah, no no miracle Grow. Or I wish you would pee on the bottom of that lemon tree over there. Because I get, why do I have like mini lemons? <laughs> Baby lemons. I know. They're tiny, but there's a million of them. Like the tree produces. Like that thing produces. If it was a breastfeeding mom, it'd be like 10,000 ounces in the freezer. <laughs> that thing produces so many lemons, but they're tiny. They're like golf balls. Is yeah. that a tree? Like is that a type of lemon? Mini lemon? I don't know. Why don't you ask our yard guy? Oh, okay, because... He probably takes care of them. Yeah, that's super racist. No, it's not. He he, he cuts grass so all he knows about lemon trees? Maybe. Okay, maybe. He also could know about Chench's freaking diagnosis from his all his health <laughs> issues, too. Maybe, but not because he's a yard guy. Anyways. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so we learned a lot about Joe today. And how he is and his whole dad guilt uh, thing. That doesn't exist. Doesn't really believe in it, which I can I can appreciate that. I mean, I get it. Um, so there's a lot behind Joe. Behind the scenes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think we could wrap it up there. You know, I think we're kind of falling to the tail end of this coronavirus thing. I feel like it's going to be only a couple more weeks. Speaking of like social norms changing and, you know, like, hey, there's so many guys that want to be present with their kids. And it's like I just said, like, girls, women are like way more emotional. Now we're starting to see like guys become way more emotional. The reaction to the coronavirus was 1000% emotional. Yeah. Just what we did and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a negative side effect of like society kind of making guys into girl, like not physically into girls, but like, Hey guys, you should be more emotional. Like girls, like, I don't know that that's such a good thing. I don't know that that won world war two. <laughs> I think that, you know, like there, there needs to be a little balance. Like me and you work out so good because like we have that balance. Like you're highly emotional, not highly. You're like, you are emotional, but like not. I wouldn't say like high. I'm reactive, like I I react without thinking. I'm like a I'm like a tiger. I just <laughs> <laughs> I just I just react to stuff. I don't even think. I just react to stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, babe. You just react <laughs> with your emotions, which is what I was going at. So thank you. Um, no, so like, yeah, like you're like an emotional person and I'm like a very rational person. Yeah. And that kind of balances stuff out because you can't be overly rational and just be like, you know, not consider things. And, um, and I think I do a decent job of that. And then we, you know, you kind of put your, your input on there, like the emotional side of thing. And then that balances out. Mm-hmm. If that would have been, um, the political response to coronavirus or like the government's response to coronavirus, if everybody could just be level-headed and think about it i don't think we would be experiencing the same things that we're experiencing right now well and then if we didn't have social media i don't think it'd be like this anyway i don't even so. know that i would know what coronavirus yeah. there would still be jokes about corona beers and virus <laughs> like you know it'd be like who's my coronavirus but there's not that they're like terrible stay-at-home memes um but yeah i don't know i i just hope that we're kind of getting towards the tail end of this this whole thing um, and like I said, I think, I think we're getting close. Like I either the government's going to do something and, and open everything back up. Or I think the people are just going to rise up because everybody I talk to is like, screw it. We're good. We're good. We're just like over it already. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's affecting a lot of people's lives and, um, you know, it's like, it's, it's affecting a lot of people. You know, people are losing stuff. Like yeah. people are literally losing businesses. They're losing homes. They're even with all this government help out there. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, you still got to wait in line for all that stuff too, and it's like, okay, you got to get approved for it, and then it's like all these restrictions, and we don't know how we can use. Like nobody knows how that money could be used or right. what. So who's to say that that's a hundred percent our money? There's so, yeah, there's so much <laughs> questions like, out so there. So what's gonna happen in the year? Am I have to pay back that five thousand dollars? You know, so it's like I can tell you. Uh, this uh, drop fitness did not collect on any of the money because no. I don't think we qualified for any of it, and then it was out of it, uh, out of money, real quick. So, um, you know, we'll be all right. We we have awesome members that are, um, you know, still sticking with us, and we we really appreciate that. Um, but there's going to be a ton of businesses that don't have the ability to stay afloat, and they're going to lose their business, and that business owner is just going to take on a ton of debt and you know they lose everything and i don't think we're really thinking about that person but whatever that could be another well, a business like, podcast you know, of uh getting laid off from their jobs too and yeah. then, you know all these things and it's like for a flu yeah you know it's like we really think about it okay you know people regardless of what's going on people are still getting together people are still running their businesses how they're not supposed to be running it right now so it's very apparent because the right the, the numbers keep going up in bakersfield <laughs> Yeah, we're so, not, we're it's not like exactly. that curve ain't going down keeps going up so people are not following directions and not doing what they're supposed to be doing and i mean part of me doesn't blame them uh, no and i and the thing I, it doesn't yeah okay i don't blame them because i'm not seeing the death toll go up either well in what i i think when we first announced um well it's probably in an email it's probably not in a uh a podcast but um you know i said regardless of what i personally think about this this whole thing like we have to close our doors for the time being and shift to online uh and i still believe that like i still stand by that like we're being told to like we have to close our doors i if i could have my doors open i definitely would um and you know i don't know i I hope it it doesn't go into me it's really like it's forcing a lot of people in that business area to either like think in to think in a different way you know either be creative or um, you know, maybe it's going to be the stepping stone for somebody's business, or maybe it's going to like shift it into a whole different oh, area. Ab- absolutely. You know, and it's like, it, you got two different people right here. Like, I think there's the, the people that are, that are business owners that are still going to sit there and say like, poor, poor me or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and you know, then they go out of business and, and whatever, like I can't do anything. And then there's just going to be the people that are just innovative and just like, you're not going to hold us down. Like what we're doing, like. We're While still online. following directions and not keeping your business yeah. open. No, so I mean, like, so you work within the guidelines. Like, hey, I can't be open. Okay, so what do we do? Like, we're you know, loan out equipment to our members that maybe don't have the equipment. We do online workouts. Um, you know, we have live sessions. You can work out by yourself if you want to. We're providing five workouts a week. Um, you know, extra little core finishers. I hope you, <laughs> instructional videos. You're like, we're finding a way to do it instead of just saying. Well, I don't know. The government says we can't open, so we're not open. Good luck, guys. No, like we're we're trying to be innovative, and you know maybe this launches a brand new online workout thing for people that are remote and maybe can't make it to the gym. Time will tell. Um, but we're not going to sit down and let you know the the government's rule uh, just ruin our business and wreck our lives. Nobody's going to put baby in the corner. Don't put baby <laughs> in the corner like you can't keep baby in the, you but can hey, put her in the corner but you can't just, keep her in but the that's corner. just going off of what we're we talk about all the time like we figure it out right you know and um, we're gonna do more than the person next to us we absolutely will every time we're gonna find a way yeah and you know whether i gotta break out of this quarantine in the middle of the night and start now i'm just kidding <laughs> like but we're always gonna find a way we're not gonna let people hold us down not letting the government hold us up. Let's grab our guns and take to the... I feel like I'm leading a march. Like, I have, like, a fist thing going, too. And I'm like, I know you guys can see that. But, like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm getting all passionate. Like, and take to the streets and march. No more quarantine. It's boarantine. Oh, um, that was terrible. But uh, our, our members are, are, you know, what really matter. At the end of the day, you know, how can we still provide that? Um, our product to them some type of value to our customer yeah you know we're still there for them they can all text us call us whatever i know i'm taking on uh, people are sending me their videos to help with their form and stuff so if that's how we got to do it you guys then that's how you got to do it you know you just roll with it and get in where you fit in yeah reach out to us we're always here so all right guys i think we could uh call it quits there until uh until next week monica you did a very good job on interviewing thanks (laughs) 
Why are you laughing? I don't know. I don't know why that's even funny. You could <laughs> because just... I feel like you're joking. I'm not joking. I no. Very sincere. Good job. Oh, thanks. I think it's time for us to uh, crack open a beer and um, enjoy the rest of the Sunday. Barbecue some uh, tri-tip. So, guys, until next week, um, I am Joe Noel. That's Monica Noel signing off for Drop Talk. Follow us on Instagram uh, at Drop Fitness Bakersfield, and um, you know, share the podcast with a uh, with a friend. I know you got time. You you ain't doing nothing. You got, you guys are working from home. You'd yep. be bumping this podcast. Send it to a friend. Send it to five friends, or three friends, or two friends. Share it with somebody. Yep. Okay. All right, guys. Until next week, thanks for listening. See you at the gym online. Bye. Once again, follow us on Instagram at Drop Fitness Bakersfield. Go to our website at dropfitnessbakersfield.com. Make sure to leave us a five-star review here and share the podcast with a friend, whether you listen to on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. And then check out the gym. First workout's always free for new members, and we have great deals on all of our membership packages. See you at the gym.